from Pullman, Washington. This is the ComJur 350 News Podcast. In Pullman, I'm Lily Miller. Washington State Transportation is in the news. First, we will check in on plans to improve U.S. Highway 26. That's the two-lane blacktop that thousands of students use to travel back and forth to Washington State University. We will get an update on the first year of the state's new distracted driving law. Finally, we'll hear about a WSU research team that makes jet fuel out of plants. Pullman's Highway 26 became a topic of discussion last year when two students died on the road. This year, four WSU engineering students who call themselves Dot are joining together to figure out ways to keep students who travel on the highway safer. Kenzie Paulus has more on the story. Highway 26 is the 134-mile stretch of single-lane road between the cities of Vantage and Colfax. Road safety declines in colder months when ice on the road compacts, making it harder for drivers to stop. The student team responsible for the revision also contribute the highway's risks to unsafe passing behaviors of drivers. Sergeant Courtney Shawley of the Washington State Patrol has seen the effects of weather as well as drivers who do not make safe decisions while passing other vehicles on the road. According to Sergeant Shawley, there is a WSU Highway 26 Safety Committee that is comprised of the Washington State Patrol, the WSDOT, ASWSU, and the Palouse Region of Traffic Safety. He says the committee got approved for a grant to put cameras along the highway. There's also some different educational components that are coming in with the, the rest of the money, the rest of the grant money, and uh, uh, specifically geared towards WSU. And they're also going to put in uh, permanent, um, what they call, uh, variable uh, message boards. Currently, the student engineers have presented their findings and suggestions for the revision of Highway 26 to a panel of engineers. The student's project includes plans for a roundabout and Othello, in addition to several new passing lanes and truck climbing lanes, as well as pull-off aprons that would ask as a rest area for those who drive drowsy. The team's leader, Maynard Steve, started thinking of this project last January, and in July, the project was approved. The biggest problem, Steve says, isn't really the highway, it's the people on the highway. So regardless of if the roadway serves its purpose for moving you from point A to point B, we have our duty to make the roadway also be safe mm-hmm. and kind of pre-plan for people who are going to be distracted. Um, even though you know we shouldn't have to, it's going to save lives. The students have held forums to get the community's thoughts and suggestions about what they can do to make the road safer, as well as anonymous surveys on the Dot Facebook page. Without this data, they wouldn't have known that most students who are driving to and from Pullman are drowsy and sometimes drive under the influence. An issue with the project is that it needs funding in order to be completed. Based on their Facebook page, SR26 Highway Improvement Project, Dot has contacted every Washington state legislator and educating them on this issue. Most who have responded back give the student engineers their moral support, but that's all they offered. Their final presentation was December 5th to a panel of engineers, and Dot plans to pass their project on to someone who can pay for it. In Pullman, I'm Kenzie Paulus. Two remote weather stations are up and running along State Route 26. The stations were installed by the Washington State Department of Transportation on November 30th 
and will allow drivers to see live footage of weather conditions on the highway. More on the story with Dylan Green. The two-lane highway that stretches from Colfax to Interstate 90 near Vantage has seen several accidents over the past year that have raised concerns over the safety of the 134-mile road. Two Washington State University students were killed in separate accidents on Highway 26 in January when they were making their way back to Pullman from winter break. In June, a head-on collision on the same highway led to the death of a Moscow woman and injured two WSU research assistants. These accidents and many other recent ones have increased the conversation about implementing changes to the highway to make it safer for drivers. WashDOT has installed two remote weather stations along the highway aimed at doing just that. One was put along the road in Washtukna and the other in Dusty. The weather station will collect data on weather patterns to help predict and measure temperature, precipitation, wind, and humidity. Snapshot cameras were also attached to stations along WashDOT, Washington State Highway Patrol, and other departments to see pictures of road conditions. The weather stations were funded by $400,000 from the state legislature. Another project that WashDOT hopes to implement is adding more passing lanes along the route, although WashDOT has yet to figure out exactly where the new passing lanes would be put. Also, the project isn't scheduled to be funded by the Washington State Legislature until 2025. WashDOT Public Information Officer Al Gilson says the department hopes the stations will help drivers be more prepared by being able to see live footage of the highway online. If drivers have a, a little more information, they can make proper uh, travel decisions. And, and these types of uh, cameras can just give folks an idea of what kind of conditions they expect. It is still up to the drivers, and it is still their responsibility to know how to drive in adverse conditions. Gilson says the department has discussed other projects, including widening the highway to four lanes. As far as widening the highway to four lanes, that's just not going to be in the cards. The, the budget to do that would be huge, and the amount of traffic on SR-26 just does not reach the volumes that would warrant such an expansion. Washington State Patrol Public Information Officer Jeff Sevengi says the road itself isn't the sole culprit for the accidents on Highway 26. He says drivers play a significant role as well due to a lack of focus. You know, distracted driving in general is a huge problem. Uh, not only, you know, on our rural two-lane highways, but pretty much on any roadway. Um, because it's a, it's, a, it's a major distraction. And, and like I said before, anything that takes your uh, mind off of what you're supposed to be doing, and that's driving, um, is dangerous. 7G says drivers need to be prepared for poor weather conditions and drive accordingly. Uh, roadway signage and speed limits are set for ideal road and weather conditions. So I tell people this, no matter where you're driving, if the, the weather is less than ideal, the roadway's wet or there's snow or slush or ice, you should probably not be doing the speed limit. More civil engineering students at WCU are working on a project of their own to help improve the safety of Highway 26. Chao Zhang... Maynard Siev, Kaylin Kukendall, and Cassandra Steffen are the four students on the KUGDOT team. The students have held two public forums on campus and created two online surveys to hear what the public wants to see change with the highway. KUGDOT transportation engineer Maynard Siev says the number one concern for the people who responded to the survey was drivers making evasive passes on the highway. Another huge concern was the weather conditions during the winter months when WSU students are heading home for break. CF says the team is doing this because they want to see changes that make it safer to travel on the highway. Nobody's really doing anything about it right now at the school. There's a lot of people talking about it, there's a lot of buzz about it, but no one's actually taking action to do anything. So that's kind of what started this, was I wanted to be someone who took action. CF says KUGDA has developed several ideas to improve safety on the highway and increase traffic flow. One of our designs, we're considering adding more passing lanes 
And what that does is it breaks up traffic. We're hoping it'll increase patience for one thing. So students will drive and say, hey, I know a passing lane's coming up. I'm not going to try passing an oncoming. The group plans on submitting a final report on the highway to a board of engineers in the state legislature. In Pullman, I'm Dylan Green. The new Washington State Distracted Driving Law hasn't yet reached its intended effect. Logan Plant has more on the story. Five months into the new Washington State Distracted Driving Law, local law enforcement says there has been no decrease in electronic device usage from drivers in the area. The Driving Under the Influence of Electronics Act forbids the use of all handheld devices while driving. Pullman Police Operations Commander Chris Tennant says he has not seen a rise in public compliance, but he knows that it will be a long process. You can stand out on uh, a street corner for 10 minutes and see of, you know, maybe 30% of the people go by with a cell phone in their hand. So I don't think we have uh, a lot of compliance. You know, it took years to get people to wear seatbelts. And I think this uh, cell phone usage is going to take a number of years to get implemented. Tenant says police are taking a slower, informative approach to the new law. Instead of immediately issuing tickets, police are warning and educating violators to hopefully initiate voluntary compliance. But when spring comes around, Tennant says the penalties will go up. In April, the Pullman Police Department will be partnering with local agencies to do an emphasis on distracted driving. Uh, we'll be paying officers overtime to go out and write tickets. The new law aims to keep drivers' hands on the wheel at all times. Whitman County Sheriff Brett Myers says this law will eventually do just that. Your job to drive is to drive. Your eyes are to be on the road. Your hands are to be on the wheel. Does that mean uh, this is new? No, it's always been that way. Uh, it's just in this, in this particular law there is a little more of a hammer for those things that cause us distractions. And that's, that's all there is. Myers points out these other distractions include eating, drinking, and doing makeup, so there's more than just texting that can get you a ticket under this law. In Pullman, I'm Logan Plant. A WSU research team is developing a preliminary process to synthesize jet fuel from plants that is much cheaper and eco-friendly. The team, led by Dr. Hongfei Lin, have been using plants such as pine, mint, and eucalyptus as a cleaner, more cost-friendly and effective form of jet fuel. Matthew King has more on this story. The process that has been developed is called the biphasic tandem catalytic process. This process synthesizes carbon compounds from a natural chemical compound found in many plants called terpenoids. These compounds store much higher levels of energy that can be used as a much cleaner alternative to the jet fuel used now. Chemical engineer Hung Lin says eucalyptus leaves seem to be the most effective plant for this process. The bulk crude oil actually is contains in their leaves, and we we can we can um, extract those oils out, and that will be the bulk crude. One big challenge when it comes to jet fuel is the cost. The new process helps create a cheaper and more effective form while also helping preserve the environment. In Pullman, I'm Matthew King. That was Neckbreaker from the album New Ways to Destroy Music by Daniel Bautista. Use with a Creative Commons attribution. Share alike 3.0 unported license. For Comjor 350 from Pullman, Washington, I'm Aaron Clark.